Welcome to the Money Time Freedom Talk Show, where Eric will express how he went from a drug addict to six figures per month. He's not selling anything. On this show, he wants to teach you, inspire you, and help you make better decisions in life. Share his story of how he made a change and to have more freedom and just come out of dark places. And also, ways to sell like a legend and grow a successful business. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an exciting episode of the Money Time Freedom Podcast. And today's video is called Work to Build Your Own Dreams or Someone Else Will Hire You to Work on Theirs. This is about taking control and your path to empowerment. I'm your host, Eric Anthony Klima, and today I have an extraordinary story to share with you guys. It's a tale of promises broken, resilience, and ultimately the triumph of the human spirit. So Sit back, relax, grab a beer, and get ready for a roller coaster of emotions as we dive into the story of how one person turned the tables on adversity and took change um, of their destiny. Okay. Um, and that person is me, AKA Eric Anthony Kalima. All right. So picture this you're offered a tantalizing treat only to have it completely snatched away. The feeling of, you know, that anticipation, that excitement, and then the crushing disappointment, the very same emotions one person or one individual experienced when a promising promotion was ripped from their grasp from the company LA Fitness, and that person was me. It's kind of like indulging your playful puppy, right? Imagine you get a brand new puppy, and you know how cute puppies are. And you go give them a tantalizing dog cookie only to teasingly snatch it away, right? And that look of disappointment in that puppy's face. I, I know maybe some of you have tried that and they look so disappointed. I have to give in and give them the, the puppy the cookie. But anyways, just picture that. And it's kind of like that. And that's how I felt when I had a promising promotion at LA Fitness that was snatched away from me. And I want to preface this story by telling you that for 26 to 27 years of my life or that part of my adulthood and you know teenage years, I was basically failing. I never had a great job. I went through drug addiction, um, homelessness. I failed college. Uh, I failed high school. And I felt like basically a complete loser. So having a job promotion being offered for me at that time was kind of like becoming the president of the United States for me. Um, that's how I felt personally. It gave me hope. Uh, it made me pri uh, prideful. And I felt like I was finally doing something that I was proud of. So it all started with, you know, the sheer determination and unwavering work ethic that I was putting in day in, day out. Um, our protagonist, aka me, poured their heart and soul into their job. I was clocking in a grueling 12 to 16 hour shifts there. Um, I faced physical pain, swollen feet. If you guys don't know, I broke both my ankles way back, so my legs still hurt sometimes. Um, I had aching back pains um, and almost resembling like a real life zombie from those long hours. Like I was, you know, some of the, at some of the end of those days, I was freaking dying, man. Um, I would come home and my mom thought that I was still doing drugs sometimes. because she's, Are you on drugs? Like, no, I just actually just worked 16 hours straight talking to people and 
knocking on doors, that sort of stuff. So every day, what that consisted of is cold calling people on a list. I'd walk the gym floor. Um, I'd get rejected hundreds of times, get hung up on, people telling me to fuck off, all sorts of stuff, all sorts of great fun. Um, having our daily sales meetings with our our higher ups, our um, you know, our uh, what's it called VPs and the people above them telling us to the same thing every day, book six sets, book six sets, book six sets, uh, sit down with four people and close one person and you'll make a shitload of money. But um, you know, why did I push myself so hard? It was because of that promise, the promise of a promotion. Uh, the company like basically dangled it in front of me like a carrot, you know, linking their rise to a certain quota. Obviously, they were incentivizing me, which is what you're supposed to do in sales. But I was manipulated in a way that only, you know, skillful managers can accomplish. And um, that protagonist, which was me, bought into it. Um, it was basically a hook, line and sinker, if you may. Right. And I'm not mad that they they do that because, you know, I do that with my employees. I incentivize them, but I do it in an ethical way and I keep it real and I give it to them when it's deserved. Right. I actually treat my employees like they are the most important people in the world because I value them as extremely important positions in the company because the truth is they are. They drive more revenue. So I treat them like family members. OK. And how I feel like. I felt like I became the talk of the town, like I was. I was proudly, you know, regaling um, my friends, my family, and even the entire world. I was telling them about this amazing job that I had, you know, about the rise to becoming one of the top dogs at LA Fitness. And um, I started to even walk different, um, more confidence. And I almost felt like, you know, I got a job as a doctor or something. Like I was really, really proud of where I was at. It was like a moment of glory. And then one day I was sitting at the desk. Um, on my desk, I had that aroma of well-prepared chicken and broccoli, you know, that meal prepping, just filling the air and a pen in my other hand. And as a VP delivered this long awaiting news, he finally told me the, the promotion is mine. You've got your own gym we're going to send you to. You're going to be the top dog there. You're going to train the sales team and have a lot of responsibility. So my hard work and results-driven sales for the company was finally being recognized. I finally got that promotion that I was, you know, really, really, really wanted. Um, but there was a catch, right? There was a cruel twist in this plot um, that I they they wouldn't receive the raise. I wouldn't receive the raise that I should have come, that should have came with that title. So suddenly I found myself doing all the work of this higher up individual of a manager I was hiring, I was interviewing, I was training a whole sales team. I was basically running the entire gym single-handedly. Um, they even managed to turn, I, me and my team even managed to turn a failing gym around, um, boosting sales to unprecedented heights. And yet I was still paid like a, a, a starter. Uh, it was basically, basically a cog in the machine, right? And then I suddenly felt this sense of betrayal and being played. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. I felt used. Uh, I felt manipulated and extremely undervalued. It was an emotional storm raging within myself and threatening to, it was really threatening to consume my spirit, really brought my spirits down. So um, I mustered up the courage and confronted the, the higher ups demanding compensation that I rightly deserved. Um, you know, I was constantly telling the VP, like, you know, why don't we put this paperwork through? I want to be um, promoted and I want to be 
properly compensated for all the work that I'm doing for the company. But, you know, as weirdly as it is, LA Fitness had this really peculiar, uh, peculiar policy where they only do criminal check, uh, criminal background checks when you are promoted. So when I was first hired, they didn't check my criminal background, which is really, really weird. That's probably the only reason why I got the job and because I was jacked, but um, it was really peculiar. They only do the paperwork to check your criminal background once you're actually promoted, right? So I kept telling them, just push the paperwork, push the paperwork. You know, it was a desperate attempt to silence, you know, the, the relentless demands of me, I guess. And then the hammer fell. You know, they they did the paperwork. They were finally going to promote me, like, officially. And um, I was fired due to that criminal background, background, which to me was a heartbreaking blow. It was just a low blow, like a punch right in the nuts after all the hard work, dedication, and unwavering commitment that I had to the company. So imagine the, the fear that gripped me, right? The fear of not being able to pay rent, um, the fear of living paycheck to paycheck. Um, I had minimal savings. You know, I was only making two, three grand per month, but I was doing the work of someone that makes five to 10 grand per month. And my mother was my only support, not financially, but, you know, she was, she was the person that put a roof over the head. I paid her rent and stuff like that, but it was the only support that I had. So I was really at rock bottom facing an uncertain time. I was filled with despair and a lot of disappointment, a lot, a lot of tons of disappointment. But in that face of adversity, I made an extremely powerful decision. I drew that line in the sand and it was a declaration to either become the one with leverage or find a way to leverage myself because I was tired of being that person being leveraged. And so I took that leap of faith, driving headfirst into my building my own online fitness business, a venture that changed the entire course of my life for forever. And I swore that never again would I allow someone to use me, manipulate me, or be haunted by the fear of not being able to afford my rent. And I was determined to carve out my own path, to build my own dreams, and never be holding to someone else's. It's one of the biggest things that drove my success was that fear of being destined into building someone else's dreams and being manipulated into building their company and being leveraged in life. So you see, most people, they fear trying something new and failing, and it stops them from doing something amazing. The failure stops so many people from doing what they truly want in life. For me personally, I made fear a tool that drove me to success. It pivoted the daily activities that I did in my life. Fear was my best friend because the fear of going back to a nine to five made me put in the work to never allow that to happen again. The fear of being broke, used, manipulated, and the fear of working check to check again is what allowed for me to consistently do the daily actions that I needed to do to be successful, whether I felt like it, motivated, tired, sick, hungry, doesn't matter. That fear has been what drives the action and daily discipline of whatever it takes to never work for someone again and never be broke and become successful. So the thought of a job literally petrifies me. <laughs> and my suggestion is to just think of old people, right? You ever have a conversation with an old person, right? What do they usually speak of the most? These old people, 
like your parents, I don't know how old your parents are, but they're constantly, you constantly hear old people say, I wish I would have tried X, Y, Z, or I wish I would have tried this one thing, comma, when I was younger. The fear of saying those words scares the shit out of me. And I think it's pretty much inevitable that we say, I wish I tried something that I didn't, but I want to deplete that list to a minimal fucking list, right? The fear of failure is a fear I've had and that has obviously taunted me of doing things in the past, but I'm much more afraid of not trying something that could have had amazing results that could have potentially changed my life. Right. And one of those things was online fitness coaching, starting a business. Thank God I don't have to look back when I'm 16 and say, I wish I would have tried that because I've tried doing NFTs. I've tried the stock market. I've tried um, other businesses for this one reason. Right. And to be honest, I failed at many of those things, but at least I tried and I moved on and I know. And I've invested thousands of thousands of dollars. I've spent over $150,000 on coaches, consultants, agencies, courses, because the fear of not learning what they know. So don't allow fear to be the reason of not doing that thing, but instead let fear be the reason to do that thing. And that thing might just be the single thing that in your life changes the entire trajectory of your life and becomes your greatest accomplishment, gives you purpose and many pleasures like it does for me. You just have to have the courage to face those fears head on, put your head down and do the work. With that being said, guys, the gist of this story is you're going to leverage in life or you're going to be leveraged. If you're happy being leveraged at your job, that's cool. That's fine. But don't allow it to justify why you don't do something that truly is going to make you happy. Right? Because if you feel abused, used, manipulated, like I was in a job that a nine to five does you, there is an opportunity and a way out. There is a vehicle to take you from where you're at to happy life, from hell to heaven. Because to me, a nine to five was damn there just like hell. And then being defeated by a corporate place, being used, manipulated, drove me to the success of where I'm at. Adversity will push you to thrive in bring you to success. So use that fear of being stuck in that hamster wheel, in that feeling of being in a movie, like kind of like Groundhog's Day, where everything is the same. Your income doesn't change as a cap. There's nothing new interesting going on. You're not innovating. You're not using your, your thoughts and your creativity to create great things that can have a positive impact in your life and other people's as well. So with that being said, Online fitness coaching and, and entrepreneurship changed the entire trajectory and course of my life, gave me purpose, fulfillment. I no longer have to worry about bills. I no longer have to worry about um, going out on a night of dinner. I no longer you know, have to worry if I wake up late and getting fired because that's how I literally felt. I used to wake up and be concerned. What happens if I don't get to my job on time? Are they going to fire me? Am I still going to be able to give my mom rent money? Is she going to kick me out? Am I going to even be able to get that car that I want? I was taking a freaking bus <laughs> from, from home to work. And that's what a nine to five does to you. And so stop scamming yourself through what society teaches us to do, because that's the biggest scam in history. With that being said, guys, I hope this story helps inspire you encourages you and pushes you to do something great. I'm going to log off now. 
hope you found value in this video today. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube if you're watching it. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you're watching it. Drop a review. Share it on your social medias so this word can touch others and possibly make an impact in their life like a way it did for me. Remember, you're just one decision away, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Money Time Freedom Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow on Instagram at Eric underscore Anthony Fit. And keep showing up so that you can live a better life.